Welcome to What's Up Wednesday. In these short episodes, I will summarize a recent study or journal article related to obesity management and discuss how to incorporate this latest science into your clinical practice. And of course, I'll be sure to include links to the articles in the show notes. So let's jump in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's Up Wednesday. My name is Carly Burridge, and I'm the owner and founder of Gaining Health. And today, we'll be talking about the care of women with chronic medical conditions during the preconception time, during pregnancy, in the postpartum phase, as well as between pregnancies, also known as the interconception phase. So we know that this can be a high-risk time for weight gain for many women, and that a woman's pre-health or pre-pregnancy health and their health during pregnancy can have significant impact on their health as well as their child's future health. So while the care of this population falls primarily within with the OBGYN during the pregnancy phase, there's a lot that PCPs can do and should be doing in the time surrounding pregnancy. However, there is a lack of guidelines for primary care providers regarding chronic disease risk stratification and management of these reproductive age patients in the period between pregnancies. So the article that we're going to be discussing today is called Interconception Care for Primary Care Providers, Consensus Recommendations on Preconception and Postpartum Management of Reproductive Age Patients with Medical Comorbidities. And the authors are Michelle Ogonwoli et al., And this was published in Mayo Clinic Proceedings, Innovations, Quality, and Outcomes earlier this month, October 2021. So in this article, they discussed several of the chronic medical conditions that that some women may be affected by during the pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, and post-pregnancy phase. But I will be focusing primarily on the disease of obesity, which they did include in that as well. It's important to know that the United States in particular has the highest maternal mortality ratio of any developed nation. And unfortunately, we see wide disparities by race, ethnicity, and socioeconomic status. And this increased risk of maternal mortality is due to several factors. However, increasing obesity rates play a big role in this as well. And the authors highlight the need for better postpartum follow-up of these patients to improve future pregnancy outcomes and long-term health of these women and their offspring as well. So this article includes some really fantastic checklists and graphics for providers for preconception care as well as postpartum care, where they address obesity specifically as a chronic disease And they also do mention referral to obesity medicine specialists, which is great to see that this is being recognized. They note that obesity is the most common medical condition of patients of childbearing age, and that it can cause an increased risk of uh, infertility, hypertensive disorders, gestational diabetes, postpartum thromboembolism, and depression. They don't really talk about the increased risk to the fetus of developing diabetes and obesity later on, but they primarily focus on the health of the mother in this article. They also go into detail that providers should know the most effective weight loss strategies and implications for reproductive planning, which is great that they go into detail about this. 
They talk about changes in nutrition and physical activity, as well as behavioral modification. But they also note that in patients with a BMI of 30 or greater, or a BMI of 27 or greater, if they already have obesity-related medical conditions, and if they are not achieving significant weight loss with weight loss with lifestyle interventions alone, that they should be considered for anti-obesity medication therapy. And they note that it can increase weight reduction, which can improve cardiometabolic and reproductive health. So it's great that this is being recognized. They also mentioned that if primary cares are not comfortable, that they should engage a multidisciplinary team and obesity medicine specialists with some of these medications if they do not feel comfortable themselves. Again, so treat or refer, right? They also talk about that anti-obesity medications have not been extensively studied in pregnancy and that some of them may be teratogenic. Therefore, anti-obesity medications should be discontinued before conception is attempted. And they also state that at other times, PCP should counsel patients on the risks and benefits of anti-obesity medication and work together to come up with a contraceptive plan while the patient is taking these medications. So again, so important that we have this collaborative care that we work on weight management prior to conception, and then we can discontinue the anti-obesity medication when the patient decides they want to attempt a pregnancy. They also go on to talk about that patients with a BMI of 40 or greater or with a BMI of 35 or greater with obesity-related complications um, should be considered for surgical intervention as well. So they talk about the benefits of bariatric surgery, and that this might be something that some patients could really benefit from um, before pregnancy. And in general, um, they do have some recommendations regarding the timing of conception, and they say generally to avoid pregnancy in the first year after bariatric surgery or during the period of rapid weight loss. So that's fairly consistent with the 12 to 18 months that, that we generally hear that people should wait after bariatric surgery. And of course, that we should uh, be looking to make sure that there's no surgical complications or nutritional deficiencies. Very important as well. They talk about the weight gain recommendations for pregnancy, also in patients who already have overweight or obesity. And then they talk about that postpartum phase. And I think this is so important. They mentioned that in the first six months postpartum, this may be a time of readjustment and transition. And as a mother myself, I can assure you that this is certainly true. You're just trying to survive during that time. You're not getting any sleep. And they mentioned that conversations about weight management and physical activity may be better received after this time. So important to consider that. And then recommendations for weight loss generally follow recommendations in the preconception period after that. However, of course, anti-obesity medication should not be used while the patient is still breastfeeding. Um, and again, as far as they talk about timing for bariatric surgery after pregnancy, they say it's unclear, but they say it's reasonable to wait one year after um, delivery to begin evaluating for bariatric surgery. And that if a future pregnancy is planned, it's reasonable to set a goal to return to pre-pregnancy weight or potentially lower before the next pregnancy. So I think this article was just really good to give some great recommendations, some great charts and graphics for primary care providers to help patients that are struggling with many of these chronic conditions, including obesity, during that period of their lives. 
thank you so much for joining us on the Gaining Health Podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you really liked it, consider supporting us on Patreon. Lastly, if you need resources and tools to help you start an obesity management program, be sure to check out gaininghealth.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time on the Gaining Health Podcast.